goes another 20 euro. Holy shit, I hate those guys. Gotta hate 20 euro. Fuck these guys. Somebody help these 20 It's time to figure it out, Ricky. Don't touch me! Don't fucking touch me! Rob, what's up, dude? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, man, Just I invited you out. over. I have, uh, I have a little surprise for you, actually. Oh, no, <laughs> no, not again. Yeah, but you gotta get on the ground. Uh, I gotta blindfold you, dude. Fuck. Another animal is another animal. I don't know. Tell me what it is. I don't know, dude. Just get on the floor. I fucking pay you, dude. <laughs> All right. Lock it in. Oh, this could be so funny. I'm going to surprise him. Rob has no idea that it's actually just a fucking patch cord. It's going to be so funny. All right. He's going to think it's a snake or something. Uh, Rob, hey, what's up? You didn't hear any of that, hey, obviously, because yeah. this is YouTube. What's up? What's up? What's up? What do you got for me? What do you got? Oh, don't. Oh, no, no snakes. Hissing. I hate it's hissing snakes. at me. I hate snakes. It's hissing at me, no dude. No snakes. It's hissing. It was just a patch cord, dude, you big idiot. Had enough of this. <laughs> Fucking had enough of this. Wait, where are you going? That's it. I'm done. Where are you going? I'm done. No more. I no, dude, it was a joke. It was a prank. It was a prank, dude. It's a prank, dude. It was just a prank. All right. Come back. We're friends or we're cool? We're cool. Okay, cool. We're Let's get cool. into it. We're cool. Back of the podcast. <laughs> uh, I don't. Okay, first of all, that's pretty stupid. What we just did. <laughs> but if you if you've ever watched these guys on YouTube called the Vlog Squad, it every video is exactly like that. <laughs> it's fucking. <laughs> I, I know. I've watched like maybe. You're 50, obsessed. You're I'm obsessed. Yeah, yeah. It's this guy David Dobrik on YouTube. And he's like 22 and all he does is like relentlessly prank his friends and but then buy them cars and like <laughs> like and the pranks are always like that. It's like, oh, close your eyes. I'm going to put something on your chest and they'll throw like maggots at them one time. And then the next time it's oh, I didn't see the maggots. One. It's just like flour. And be like, I got you, bitch. It was just flour. Um, it's but it's it's stupid like that. So hopefully it <laughs> translates onto the podcast. Um, should we yeah. get into it? Let's get into it. What's a, does a vlog squad say anything? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They gotta say. They gotta say something. What do they say? We a lot? still haven't come up with our with our intro bit for the season. So we're fucking lost out here. We have no way to get into it. Before we used to say "Let's go," and we still haven't figured out what to yell. Mm. I, f I feel like it's just gotta be organic, you know. Okay. So if this was a vlog squad, it would just be a zoomed-in slap. On someone's face, or a flamethrower, or a table break. <laughs> <laughs> um, flamethrower, that'd be fresh. Flamethrower would be fresh. Maybe we should get a flamethrower. Mm, okay. okay. Off wish. We can get it off, off wish. wish. <laughs> so, great <laughs> segue, dude. Where's my phone? I wonder if they have flamethrowers. I'm going to look right now. So, um, there's this app called wish or this company called wish they i think they're you said they sponsor the lakers or they're on the lakers jersey yeah but basically it's like a portal to china um and if you've ever been on alibaba or aliexpress when you buy like these like cheap chinese stuff 
um, they, they basically took that idea and then made it more like Amazon or like more accessible to people. And Eli told us about it. Um, he went on there and bought like a drone and uh, like some other electronics, like a wireless charger. They have flamethrowers on there? $27 flamethrower. $27 flamethrower on Wish. Um, put in that order. Get at me. Put in gas the tig torch gun blowtorch gas spray gun flamethrower gas burner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, read that one more time. That's well, what it's uh, called. So on Wish, um, you can buy a. I don't know if, if that focuses. <laughs> that translate? Can you see? A gas tig torch gun blowtorch gas spray gun flamethrower <laughs> gas burners. <laughs> Tell Sounds me, intense. Tell me that isn't straight out of China. <laughs> so so Eli goes on there and he buys all these electronics and he calls us being like, yo, I just bought all this shit. You guys should buy all your podcast stuff. And and I'm going on there. I'm like, this is fishy. I was like, they have AirPods for $1. You know what I mean? They're, they have podcast gear for 15 bucks. Like, what is this? And I realized it's just Chinese knockoffs. They'll put a brand name. They'll be like Apple AirPods clone they'll put clone <laughs> after everything because it's just a chinese rip but i ended up buying some stuff um it's it's funny it says on the picture that it advertises it says stainless steel spray gun complete accessory and then it like lists some stuff and it says complete accessories to switch safety <laughs> <laughs> safety is the last thing it comes with safety as an accessory yeah <laughs> this is joke so we we want to try wish out because you can get like yeah wireless wireless pods for like two to seven dollars like cool uh, travel bags and stuff for like thirty bucks drones for eighty bucks that are supposed to be identical <laughs> to like DJI which is like a major drone company um, I'm kind of nervous to try those but it has like a bunch of reviews and stuff of people being like I ordered this this is how it came so you can actually kind of skim through Chinese knockoffs and find decent yeah. stuff. I ordered a, an adapter that lets me charge my phone to listen to music at the same but time. But you used it yet? I, I used it for a second, and it it only charged and worked when it was plugged in on one side. It wouldn't let me like flip it around. Mm. Classic mm -mm. China. China. <laughs> China. <laughs> um, China. But Tremendous. Tre <laughs> they have the best accessories uh, you've ever had. Accessories. Tremendous accessories <laughs> coming out of China on the Wish app. Uh, I get I get my hair product there. I get my shavers. Tremendous stuff. <laughs> That's pretty bad, um, Trump. Um, not your best. Not my best. best. Okay, so we're Leave I guess we're Alec we're just we're into the episode until that flamethrower comes in that we ordered. We have no intro yet. Okay. Um, Speaking of fire, last night I watched the Fire Fest documentary. And uh, it's something. You should check it out. You know, it's quite interesting, stressful to watch as like What's a complete the gist outsider. What's the gist of it? I haven't seen it. And um, pretty much the, the gist of it is there's this guy, Billy McFarland, who was some hotshot entrepreneur. Billy McFarland. And uh, he had this idea for to, to make this music festival, and he just essentially had like no idea what was going on or no no sorry he had he knew exactly what he was doing but he was just throwing money and uh running the operation so poorly that it just they like ran out of time and promised all these things that they couldn't deliver on they had for a, this they like had, they had exclusive a, luxurious 
uh, festival that they thought was going to be the next big thing. My favorite stuff is the, the highlights that Rob and Kristen told me about this thing is that all these like rich kids <laughs> bought like twenty to ten to twenty thirty thirty thousand dollar villas at Fire Festival, and that were supposed to come with a private chef and all that. And then when they showed up on this island, it was like a tropical island. Uh, they had no villas. They ended up buying hurricane relief tents. And instead of a private chef, it was some girl who ran a local cafe. And I'm going to put a picture in the video now of the sandwiches they <laughs> it's, got. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. They just kept offering all these things for like crazy amounts of money. And people just kept spending and spending. And it just fed this like endless, you know, like disaster and like spoiler alert he's in jail now so yeah he's doing a six-year sentence um but it's uh it was it was quite entertaining so check it out but speaking of music weekends robbie and i we just got back from my cottage um we did a, a writing vacation so you know we, we've heard about artists doing this really cool thing it's it's honestly the, the coolest thing i think about being a musician that i've heard about is that they get to go on a writing vacation which is like they'll get a villa or a place or a cottage house something on the beach or they'll go up in the mountains like wherever and they'll set up a studio there and they'll live there for a few months and they'll just like record surf like live like it's kind of paid for because they're signed and stuff like that and they'll just write music and live as a band in the studio living like a cool life trying to get inspiration so we did a little mini writing vacation up at my cottage yeah we had a great time this past like so we went up last wednesday and we just we like non-stop just wrote a bunch of music came out with some uh with some sweet songs also from the weekend so we spent like pretty much all of our time leading up till friday working on new tunes and then a bunch of our friends came up and we partied and went skiing saturday uh, which was fantastic, minus the like Treacherous bitter cold. cold temperatures that were just like insane that we got hit with. But regardless, super fun, and yes, yeah, so we had like a weekend with friends, and then we ended up even staying like to the the Sunday. Also, came back yesterday afternoon. It was such a fun weekend. I felt I felt like a rock star because obviously the cottage is paid for, right? It's a family cottage. We hauled our gear up there. We set it up in one of the upstairs rooms with a really nice view. We 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 set the mood. We we drank. So we just like lived like we watched Leafs games. Yeah. made good food. And we made wrote tunes. And we made some <laughs> tunes and then our friends joined us on the Friday night and we partied for a few days, just had like ping pong tournaments. We played Fibbage. Killer game if you don't know what Fibbage is. Yes. So Link fun. Link the show notes. Link Everyone should know what that game is. If you it's ever so have like a, a group chill party at your house, eight to ten people or less, uh, instead of playing heads up or... Or just like traditional drinking games you know if you want something a little more interactive and it's hilarious yeah it's super fun um fibbage highly recommend it we just got drunk we had such a good time the ski the, the ski hill was freezing it was negative 24 you couldn't get warm it was insane but like, we still have fun doing it and we, we yeah. wrote some cool uh got us songs. out of the cottage for a little bit so um but what we got to do now so we were talking about like part of these weekly episodes is updating you know our progress to get famous like as a band we realize we want to become musicians we want to get famous and and so where we're at now we talked about last episode funnel vision um and how we're kind of shaping our life and so part of what we're doing now is 
actually like selling, promoting ourselves, finishing all the projects we started last year, the music video, launching our EP. This weekend was about writing some new songs that we can choose from for our EP. So now what Rob and I have to do is basically finish. We have to be finishers. Yeah, we've got a lot of projects and ideas started right now. Like we talked about the... nice to have like complete songs. We talked about even the real estate company and all these other things we have on the go. And a lot of them, in order to funnel them towards our goal of funding our lifestyle as musicians, involves making money off them, obviously. Involves selling. Selling. So we have to... hasn't been our strongest suit. So you're going to see two guys that are not really comfortable selling... See if we can make money just just selling. And there was this one uh, YouTube video documentary that I saw that really fired us up to how possible oh, it is. Oh, this is cool. I forgot about this. So there's there's these millionaires like Gary Vaynerchuk and all these other like kind of like motivational millionaires that uh, do this challenge where they go on as undercover millionaires. Like they'll they'll start some job or do a challenge where they can't use their name, their money, or anything, and they have to try to make money. So this one guy. Uh, started fresh to see if he can become financially free in one week without using any of his current money status name connections or anything they they, pl- they pulled a random town out of a hat a random name and a persona and he plopped into this town lived at a hotel he had one week in the hotel to uh, become financially free and, and how much money did he start with again like- 50 euros yeah. To financially free. So he was a real estate millionaire. So all he did is hustle for seven days straight uh, to call a bunch of properties. F- and he found properties that were f- uh, for lease and that he could immediately turn around and rent to people in like an Airbnb kind of style to make a profit over the rent payments. And in order to do so, he needed an investor, obviously, to put down the first and last month's rent and and all that to secure the places. So he went to like real estate conferences, found an investor. He went to locations, found a few locations, found tenants all within a week. And at the end of the week, he was making 2,500 pounds profit per month just off renters. Uh, over the over the next, so he he went financially free in a week just hustling, and Robbie and I were like, the only reason we don't make money is because we don't fucking hustle our businesses and our shit yet. It's like we have the resources and things set up. It's mm-hmm. just like time to sell, selling. So that's where we're at sell. right now, and we need to finish our songs and stuff. We've written enough, so we have to choose them for the EP. So it's going to be about finishing. About selling, selling our live performances. We're literally going to restaurants, selling our live package. We're not selling our band package or music or releasing music yet because we want to finish the EP first and sell a bit more uh, curated package of that to like record deals and and bigger venues. But that's where we're at now. So uh, we'll we'll have updates on that. And I just want to give a shout out to Jay Van, uh, he was on one of our episodes. He listened to the Final Vision episode and he reached out to you just before the, this. And what did he say? Yeah, so when uh, he called me and he's like, I just I just wanted to say that I listened to your Final Vision episode and he's like, it helped so much with my, uh, with, with my, um, with 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 work today because they were doing like a big like brain brainstorming session with all of his employees and he's like he's like 
we spoke about sort of the exact same topic and it helped clear my head with that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's just something that I've been thinking about the last last few weeks also. And uh, he just called to say that he enjoyed the episode and he, he, yeah, he, it he, was helpful and they, it's cool. He said he even used an image of a beer funnel in his uh, presentation because <laughs> yeah. they're a beer company. He runs yeah. Tiger Beer Canada. Uh, and he just said like, Every so, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the Funnel Vision episode yet, I think it was not last episode, but the one before. So like two episodes before. Yeah, we came up with a term to describe what we're doing, which is basically trying to instead of tunnel vision and like eliminating all this extra stuff in our lives, more like funnel it. Look at every task and look at the pathway to to channel those towards and our how ultimate goal. That links up towards your end goal. So he was yes. able to use that at work, and he gave us a shout out. So. And then also on the topic of fan mail. Oh, we got our first like, like st stranger fan mail. Um, so we just started filming our YouTube or putting these uh, episodes up on YouTube, and uh, we're not we're not getting crazy views. Like no, like I uh, think the last one did the best. About so two hundred views in yeah, like, in like the first like four days. Crazy in you know in the big like YouTube world, we're not getting crazy views or anything, but. This happened to be YouTube recommended. Yes. Yeah, so so uh, this, uh, let me see what her name is. This girl named Hunter. If that's your real name, like this is an Instagram mm. thing. So, so shout out to Hunter. So Hunter reached out and she just was like, might be really random, but wanted to say I'm a fan of your podcast. And obviously we love hearing that, but but want to know like how, how they came across. And she was like, it was a suggested video on my YouTube and I clicked it. So thanks YouTube for for sending that one around a little yep. bit. Yep. Um, and shout out Hunter for, for being a new listener. Um, what I wanted to talk about right before this episode uh, is jewels, because we were we were there were so many jewels uh, this weekend, and like every weekend we've been partying. Nobody smokes anymore. No, no one goes out for cigarettes anymore. Everyone's jeweling, and like I'm talking like hard smokers, guys that were like like would chirp anyone else like that doesn't smoke, being like fucking losers, like just let's go for a dart let's go for a dart <laughs> are now on the jewel and uh jewel has like erased this whole stigma around vaping is for losers it's eliminated now all these cool <laughs> right? all, all these cool people party people are jeweling and so like there was like five or six jewels up at the cottage this weekend and um i talked about this last episode i wanted to develop jewel rules because I think it's a brand new vice. This is a brand new vice. Vaporized cigarette, like vaporized nicotine, is something that's never existed in the history of man up until like maybe five years ago when it got big. Um, so, so just to give some context, though, start with alcohol, and you know, give us give us a couple of rules that you think are um, kind of social norms in terms right. of drinking and when it's proper to drink and. Well, it's not proper. What, let me just describe like what I think a vice is. I think a vice is is like anything that we do that's kind of enjoyable, but a little bit addictive, maybe even somewhat harmful. Might not be, but but anything along those lines, like alcohol, would be a vice. Gambling, coffee, even is a vice. A lot of people. You think are, it's a vice though? It's a vice, man. People are people are a, a real, so reliant on coffee, um, whereas in theory, the like humans in a healthy shape shouldn't really need to be on a stimulant even sugar's a vice okay all these things are vice they make you feel so good if you're talking about like humans in the purest form of what they need to survive and make it through 
day to I'm just day. saying there's plenty of successful, healthy people that don't drink any coffee. Yeah. And there's people that you can't even talk to before they've had a coffee. Be- and yeah. they're, they're heavily reliant. If you took it away, they'd have headaches. I call that a vice. Okay. I'm one of them. You're one of them. Um, <laughs> but I think because jewels are brand new, there's really no like rules. Like You know when it comes to alcohol, don't drink alcohol when you're working, at least your traditional job. Don't drink alcohol in the morning. Don't, uh, and I'm not talking about, I'm talk, like I'm talking about regular functioning people. I know alcoholics out there like to do whatever the fuck they want or college <laughs> kids. Yeah, there's um, no. But there's, there's, general, there's general norms and it's because alcohol has been around forever. You're raised with knowing the proper times. Coffee, people know not to have it right before they go to bed. They know to have maybe two cups a day and they know if you have it right when you get up, you'll, you'll start to get reliant. Um, so there's all these like things you know about it. You know, you know, sugar. If you have too much, you'll get fat. So you know to you know limit your sugar intake and all that. But with Juul, people are literally breathing off of it like it's a second oxygen tank. So you know what the issue with it maybe then because you make you make comments. You know, if if you drink too much, then like you start to have issues with like work and like you're hungover all the time. You're less productive. It's like if you eat too much sugar, it's you know the consequence is getting fat. I think with jeweling is that it's so new. People don't know what the consequences are yet. So that's yeah. why the rules haven't been established. There, there's been no rules and kids are doing it. Everyone's doing it. You can do it anywhere. You can do it on, like not legally, but like I know you can do it on a fucking plane, in a car, in a movie theater, like really anywhere you want to do it. So people are doing it everywhere. It's extremely accessible. It's extremely accessible. So I kind of, um, ex- you know, obviously I got a jewel. And as someone who wasn't a smoker really before, like it's one thing if I see tons of people who quit smoking with jewels and they were net positive on their health benefits. You know what I mean? They're, they're so much better off for it. That's what it's invented for. That's why you can get different nicotine percentages, five, three. Yeah, they've started adding that in mm-hmm. now. And then even- They don't have a zero yet though. A they? one or a zero. I mean, they might have a one. Um, but as, as the people on the other side who just got it and started huffing on it cause it seems so nothing. And then I found myself like wanting it a yeah. bit more and I was like, Oh shit, like this is a vice. Like I, I don't really get addicted to anything so I can kind of tell when, uh, something has a bit of a control on me. Like I want it. Yeah. So I was like, Oh shit. Like these need rules. I need to set rules out for myself. So for like two weeks I was huffing on it all day, every day, just like working, huffing on it morning to night just chilling huffing on it and i was like awesome i'm thoroughly as addicted as i can be because i don't get addicted to stuff i'm like i want i want to do it all the time so this is a perfect experiment for me to see if i can control this vice so i laid out rules um what i think are appropriate times to jewel Mm -hmm. and what i think are not appropriate times to jewel okay so let's hear them okay all the time not appropriate (laughs) That's for sure. Okay. It's not like like any other vice all the time. I don't think that's healthy for you. I think it makes you a little bit like you're just like constantly huffing, like getting a little buzzed and it, it makes you act a little weird and feel a little weird. Yeah. Like kind of suppresses your appetite, makes you a little, it, may, it makes you a little bit weird. Yeah. You know, and so maybe I'll just like compare them as we go. Also drinking all the time, not sustainable. Not sustainable. Eating Even- unhealthy foods all the time. Not like sugar, yeah. unsustainable. Would you call, would you call weed a vice? Because I know people smoke that all day, every day, and they function off of it. Um, something yeah. I would never do. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, I'd call it a vice. So, so what, for me personally, I laid out these rules, and I I didn't like the way I felt 
when I was working on Jewel. And when I say working, I mean typing up emails, doing, um, uh, thinking about uh, like planning out product launches or answering emails, doing financials, <laughs> administrative work. A time when you think like Jeweling would be good, I would do it and I kind of feel weird and like, yeah. like be trying to focus and think and be like just like huffing on it and not really staying focused. It just made me kind of feel weird. So I said, none of that. No jeweling when working. And, and working meaning like administrative thinking, hard hard work on the computer. Um, but after work, yeah, when all those tasks are done, it's something to look forward to. So I've been doing it in the last week where I won't jewel until my work day is kind of done. And it's something to look forward to. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to bang out all these tasks. And just like when I get done and we're about to do a podcast... Uh, I get to rip the jewel. Quick little jewel, yeah. Right, so another thing is before exercising, before working out, don't do it. You feel weird when you're working out and you're hopped up on, on nicotine. So you wouldn't eat a shitty meal before you work out or you wouldn't drink before you work nice. out. Yeah, exactly. So say I got to work out midday, normally do it or work out in the morning or work out in the evening. Even if I finish my work, I wouldn't jewel before that workout's done. Uh, also diet. It, it do think it's a bit of an appetite suppressor. So... If, if it's too close to a meal, I, I'll probably wean off of it. But that's that's a bit of a gray area. Yeah, th this is where they differ a little bit. You know, it's like... That's personal it, preference. It, yeah, because, you know, it's... if you I need if, to eat a lot. If, if you eat, like, dessert or, like, sugar and stuff before eating a meal, it's probably not the best either because, you know, then you're not hungry. Mm -hmm. Drinks, though, before a meal. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> you get a little buzz, a little the, the more the merrier. A little yeah. bit more the merrier. So, like that's one of those things where, uh, for me, I'm I'm a skinny guy, and in order to put on size and muscle, I need to eat a shitload. So I want I don't want to interfere with my urge to eat. I already barely, like I can eat a shitload, but my urge to go make a meal is low, yeah. always. Um, so I was like, okay, make sure I've eaten enough, I've worked out, and I've finished my administrative tasks before I jewel. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean if I'm going to do those later in the evening or something that I can't do in the morning. It's just like when I have all that stuff to do, I'm not doing it during that period. Times when I think it's appropriate to do it, driving. You're killing time. You're sitting in the car. You're bored as fuck. You're listening to podcast music. Maybe you're making phone calls. Jewel, treat yourself. You got nothing fucking better to do. So you wouldn't drink and drive though. But you can do. You can drink a coffee and drive. You yeah, can, that's true. It's not. It's not. It's not like alcohol. But, but you like to eat. It's good to snack and drive. Snack though. and drive. Like you're killing yeah. fucking time driving, yeah. especially if it's twenty minutes or more. Do it. Um, in person meetings or long phone calls. Same deal. Fucking. I just. I do it. Like. Like this. I'll consider this like an in person meeting or like work where you're sitting around a table working with people and yeah. you're bouncing ideas back and forth when you're being kind of social and working. I like it. Kind of keeps you buzzed, keeps you like you're just you're you're in a good vibe. I like that. Um, evenings after everything is done and weekends or chilling or vacation, group them all in. If I'm on vacation, open season, chilling. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. watching a movie, you're with friends, you're having a drink, maybe you're on a patio. It doesn't matter what time of day this is, if, as long as you're not doing administrative or like that type of focused work, or you don't have a uh, a workout in the near future or you're not trying to stick to a rigid diet totally appropriate um or tasks that are labor moving unloading picking stuff up these are i think are appropriate times so it's really about a co the core part of my day 
where I, I won't do it until like 5 p.m. or so. Yeah. Or, or today we finished our tasks around 4 o'clock when we got done with the gym. Mm-hmm. Have some jewel, treat yourself. And, and obviously just don't fucking oxygen tank off of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, e- every five or ten minutes, pick, pick it up, take so two or three puffs. Yeah, so if you're having if you're having difficulty remembering all those rules that Trav just laid out, maybe think of it in a uh, you know similar to in, like uh, any other vices you may be ingesting, like alcohol or weed, and the appropriate times and non appropriate times for to take those, and it would probably fall under the uh, the similar guidelines that Trav just laid out. Or if you have a different lifestyle, like maybe your job is sales calls and driving. So maybe you you jewel while doing that, but in the evenings you don't yeah. because you're that's when you're chilling, you're making your meals, and you're working out. Mm-hmm. So it's really it's really up to you. But the point is is vices are okay. I truly believe that alcohol in the evenings is a benefit to people if they're in control of it. It's a social release. It's fun. We have a blast. It was a creative tool for us. Vices can be used beneficially you know coffee can be used beneficially people use weed in a beneficial way all the time yeah these are still all vices even sugar as a little treat reward yourself you know people are like oh if i do this i get to eat a piece of chocolate cake yeah do the same thing with the fucking jewel rewards are good rewards are good so now i've turned this thing that that could be an addictive negative in my life and when i'm doing my tasks and i go oh i want to rip the jewel no Finish your tasks. And I, I'm like hammering out my tasks. I'm like, oh, if I just finish my tasks and, and do my workout and eat my meal, I get to have a jewel. Yeah. Get that little buzz. Treat yourself. <laughs> I, find, I find I'm turning this like, this like demon into a demon that works for me, like a little carrot in front of my face. Yeah. And then it, to be honest, the way I work with vices, if I ever feel that a vice isn't working for me, I gas it so easily. So easy. I hardly eat sugar. I, I don't smoke weed. It just doesn't work for me. Yeah. I, I alcohol, I keep in the evenings and I, I only do it when it's a nice event or like I, I will, I have no urge. To you drink. are good with that. Um, the Cutting o- things off. The only thing I'm bad at, and you know this, is once I've started drinking, my yeah. vice control. <laughs> out the window. Out the fucking window. Up all night. More drinks done. Shots. Are we doing it? Cool. Let's go to this next bar. Yeah, you doing can't it. say no. Once you've had a little bit, you can't say no. Yeah, and even, you know, even like bag of chips, full thing. Full thing. I'll like. eat a bag of chippos. <laughs> um, and even like even something I don't like. Like I don't even like weed. I remember the other night, end of the night, someone's like, "Take a hit of this joint." I'm like, "I fucking hate weed." I'm drunk though. I'm like, "Yeah, smoke it." Puked. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> Um, so uh, yeah but again if I was doing too much of that yeah I would I would tone down my drinking I just would yeah so I don't like it's it's just uh, I think it's I think it's uh, yeah um, part of it is recognizing also yeah use use your vices to motivate you use any negatives in your life as a as a positive if you're an addictive personality like some of our friends get addicted to work get addicted to working out you know what I mean? That's how. Yeah. That's that's how the most successful people are usually fucked up in some way, and they find a way to turn their complexes into productive avenues. They they manage the demons. They put harnesses on them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're getting yanked around by your demons, you're probably seeing some negativity in your life from it. Everyone's got demons. Use them to your use them to your benefit. You know what I mean? If you're sad harness that writes a poetry like create 
You, you know, like use it to there's, to. there's ways that you can sort of mani- manipulate them mm-hmm. and use them to your benefits. Uh, and that's with everything. Like even when bad stuff happens to you, everything can, everything happens for a reason if you make it happen for a reason. Yeah. So even my concussions, awful. I got super into health. I got super into full body rehabilitation, learning the systems of the body and how to how to affect it. And I also was able to take time off work and was like, okay, maybe I should look at a more creative lifestyle if I'm going to have noggin issues. And I turned it into a positive. Now we're fucking rock star podcasters. Whereas if I didn't have my concussions, I'd be in a plane flying right now because that's what I went to school for or mm-hmm. working at a desk job because that's what I was doing before my concussion symptoms got so bad that I had to stop. So it's like tur- make everything happen for a fucking reason. So mm-hmm. jewel rules. Uh, I've been experimenting last week. I'm going to experiment for the next two weeks and then I'll check in um, to see you know, if I found that it's still gotten away from me, if I'm not able to control it or if it's been like the proper horse uh, carrot in front of the horse situation. Um, yeah. And you know what? At the end of the day, it all comes down to balance. You know, you're about it. I'm about it. Figure it out. Figure out a healthy balance. And, um, you know, you can have your vices or what's what's the expression? You can have your cake and eat it too. I'm a huge believer that you can have your have your cake and eat it too. I think the only thing that stops people from having their cake and eat it too is self-control. Self-control. Literally. Literally that's it. Oh, if they're like I can't do this and that, it's just cuz you didn't work hard enough or stop yourself from that procrastination to yeah. open up the time to do this and that it's, or It's totally it's totally in your control. It's just hard. It's and and that's why I'm not blaming anyone because even you yeah. or I are pretty bad about it sometimes. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, everyone slips up, but... And you have to say no to events because you procrastinated all day or... or And that's something that... Yeah, and you know what? I think I think you got to get pushed too far in one direction also to notice, you know, like what your limits are and, you know, to sort of reflect and realize like how to tone things back, right? So you, so you got to venture down those avenues to figure out how to find that balance and we're curious too if anyone else has opinions on this or like if anyone else has opinions on the stuff we say that we kind of don't know the answers to send in what you think like we want to we want to hear we like fan mail <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know judging by the uh <laughs> the two shout outs we gave on uh on this episode if you send us any uh any notes you will likely get a mention or a shout out yeah in the, uh <laughs> yeah unless they're shit <laughs> Which case we'll shout them. And no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, we, one, li- we like it all. Yeah, we like it all because one thing uh, some uh, we we talked about last episode as well is not never shooting down bad ideas or else people will be too afraid to to send in ideas. I have bad ideas all the time. Yeah. So me saying I'm live on the podcast is equivalent to just someone sending it into us, so even if it's good or bad. Just throwing it out Let there. Let us know. Let us know. Um, also on our list here, we got ourselves a new place. Holy shit! Boom. Boom. <laughs> what was uh, our New Year's, one of our big yearly to-dos was move out. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about how whack it was too. Oh, yeah. We we had some... We had a bit of a sketching Sketch some suspect encounters with, uh, you know, some uh, owners on the market. No, so, shady um, realtors. There were realtors. Well, yeah. But yeah, you know what? They were all realtors. It was realtors that are that were shady. We're not going to name any names here, but so, so basically, we said we want to move out. 
we we don't really have tons of money to do it, but we're just like, you know, listening to a few of our previous guests talk about backing yourself into a hole and digging yourself out. You know, it's something you want to do. Just do it. Like when it came to um, Mark Stanius buying a home, getting married, having a kid, he knew these were things he wanted to do at this point in his life, but he just yeah. didn't feel ready for it. Yeah. So he, he kind of just was like, no, I'll make it work. And it... It ended up happening. Um, Force yourself to be ready. <laughs> Metcalf moving to Montreal. Chris Fallis moving to South America. Also, he's going to be. He's uh, he's he was in Australia for a while, and he's back for a few weeks. We're going to mm. try to get him on the episode to catch up with him. So we're like, we knew we wanted to move out. We don't have you know the eight hundred, twelve hundred a month. It was going to take us for rent just on hand. Could we make it easily? You know what I mean? We, we force we, ourselves to make it. We make enough money, but we spend it on other shit because we don't have to pay rent. <laughs> um, so it's either we modify our lifestyle, yeah, or we make more money. Not to have your cake and eat it too. Thing. Yeah, let's do both. Let's do both. Let's just make more money. Let's modify our lifestyles also, <laughs> so we can save more money. <laughs> um, so we we were looking for places, and it happened really quick. We're just like, we want to get a place. Let's just do it. It happened so quick. Within like a week and a half of looking. Because things move fast in the Toronto market. If you see a place you like, it's going to be taken in two to three days, a week tops. So the second you start looking, if you're actually going to visit a place and you like it, if you ain't ready to move right then, you're fucked. Yeah. It's like be ready to move immediately if you see a place that you like or if you start looking and, you know, start going to check out places because... It's it's such a quick turnover that uh, you know you'll blink and the place will be gone. So, and, so have your uh, have your letter of employment in place. If you work for yourself, you can write yourself a letter of employment. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote myself a letter of employment. Uh, we got some yeah. from Sipbar as well. Um, you need to have your first and last months ready. Uh, so you need to have some cash on hands, a credit check. Uh, luckily, having good credit is relatively easy. I mean, hopefully. Uh- <laughs> The guy, the the uh, house owner, you know, doesn't check in, happen to fall upon this episode. Well, <laughs> what what do you mean? We did everything right. That's true. There's nothing wrong with writing. I I, I wrote a legitimate employment letter. I yeah, just said I run this true. business. Yeah. Here's articles written about me in this business showing our legitimacy. We sell this much per year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't say how much of that is profit. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, as, also for the landlord's sake, like, we're not risky tenants. We, we, no. We're we fortunate enough to have uh, families that won't let us default on yeah. things if it we push came to... We got a little bit of comfort. So. Maybe they would, actually. I've never really defaulted to, to see if they'd <laughs> help me out of a pinch. You won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> um, so we, we're looking for a place. Places pop up. Toronto's ridiculous. It was like fucking shoe boxes out there for two two to four grand yeah. for three people and four people and like one floor four bedroom one no living bathroom, area no living area no, no washing machine yeah or dishwasher one of the rooms has yeah. like a dead body in it um so we we went to see a few places we weren't we weren't jazzed about it uh we were cruising pad mapper yeah, a really good place to see immediate listings, and we found this one spot at um, Bathurst and St. Clair. I think it's called St. Clair West, just kind of right by Yorkville. Yeah, there. we got a killer. Oh uh, well, it's, I mean, it's not the closest to Yorkville, but Bath. It's Avenue. Sorry, it was Avenue and uh, 
Saint Cla- no, Bathurst and St. Clair. Bathurst and St. Clair. You're right. Yeah. Not that close to Yorkville. So St. Clair West. But yeah, no, it's super dope location, like extremely convenient in terms of it's right. The subway is like literally right on next the subway door. line. Yeah. We had a few so checklist many food items. places like groceries, like Loblaws is next door. Like um, it's just, yeah. We had a few checklist a items, spot. right? Yeah. It was like we wanted under a thousand dollars rent per month each on a subway line downtown and then was there anything else like uh, the rest we were willing to like kind of compromise on parking yeah. you, or no not even parking it was the rest we were willing to compromise on yeah i was i was like just like set on being close to transportation yeah. and food options cool so this place popped up and i liked i like Kristen's attitude because i was like kind of worried I, I didn't feel like i was ready to move out yet and i didn't know you know some place that we were about to go visit i was kind of like uh I don't know. I don't know if I like it. And then she's like, no, we'll go there. And if you can see yourself in it and you get the vibe, like that's the place for us. And yeah. I was like, all right, easy there. Fucking Gandhi, like <laughs> <laughs> Dalai Lama. Get the, like, I, I didn't know what she meant. Uh, and the first place we, we went to, I was like, this is shit. Fuck it. The other places we were about to go to, I was kind of like iffy on. When we landed at this place, we walked in and I could see it. I could see us in the living room. I could see us in the kitchen. Huge living room area, two parking spaces out back. It's the upper two stories of a house. The rooms were gorgeous. It's a beautiful old home right by the subway. I could see the area. I could picture myself working out of it. And I was like, she's like, this is it. Do you feel it? I was like, I feel it. (laughs) And she, that day, made it an Instagram post saying, roomies, like roomies, yeah. And I'm like, we, we we haven't even talked to the, we haven't even done anything. How do you know we're gonna get the place? She's like yeah. she's like, I it might be premature, but I just got a feeling. I was like, Wow, I would never do that. People were asking me right after that. They're like, So you got a place? I was like, No, we haven't even put in our credit or rental application or anything. Yeah. Uh so I had to I had to like backpedal, but we did end up getting it. The whole weirdo situation was when we first reached out, Kristen reached out, I could have we 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 thought the realtor was ESL, like English second language, because he was so hard to deal with. Yeah, like for a professional, like the worst communicator via email I've ever read. Yeah, so so dodgy of all of Kristen's questions. Yeah, dodged all questions and was just like, we need credit, uh, employment letter, uh, first and last, everything ready to go, boom. And Kristen's like, okay, like we'll get that. Like, can we see the place first? Like, what the fuck? And they'd be like, no, send us. Or like he wouldn't even answer yeah. her questions. He'd just be like, "Send us credit reports, employment letters." And she'd be like, "Oh, but, be like, like, but what about this? Um, I'm still waiting on those two credit reports." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we were like, "Okay, let's see the place." He set up a showing at a le- 10 a.m. some morning, and uh, Chris is like, "Cool." She sends it around to us. The night before, we get a message from Christian being like, "I don't know what's going on." She sent us a screenshot of these emails, and the guy was like. 10 a, Kristen, Kristen had sent a message are we still on for 10 a.m. tomorrow and the guy was like I need more notice than that uh, how's 2 p.m. and Kristen's like more notice we'd we set that time earlier in the week like I thought we were talking yesterday I th- yeah I thought we were I thought we were locked in like yeah. you, you told us 10 a.m. on Thursday um, and then she goes okay we can do we can do 2 p.m. on Thursday and he goes oh you want to do 2 p.m. now I need more notice Kristen's like we can do 10 a.m. Just tell us what the fuck to do. Yeah. Like we'll be there tomorrow, dummy. Um, I forget what time it ended up being. We go see it. 
we meet the guy. Turns out, it, turns out he was like normal. He was like, he was yeah, he was fairly normal dude. Um, it's because it wasn't the guy we were emailing. No, it was, it was his wasn't, brother. It was his brother who's not even a real estate agent. So um, this guy had no idea about what was going on about the place. So we ask like, a question like, "Where's the laundry?" He's like, "I don't know." And he pulls <laughs> up. He pulls up the listing. You know, and uh, we, like we'd ask him a question, and then he'd read it off the listing. Oh, it, like it says there's this here and stuff. And it's like, dude, like we know that. Like we read that ourselves. We're like, where's also. the fucking laundry? We don't see it anywhere. Yeah. So we, this guy was like essentially useless, other than letting us into the place to actually check it out. So, but, but again, we saw ourselves in the place. We liked it. Kristen made that post, and he's like, we need credit. Blah blah blah. The same thing. He was so we got all that together within like a day. Employment letters, credit check, bank account, first and last month. Um, and we, we had it all together and this whole time Kathy's uh, Robbie's aunt Kathy who's a realtor as well is blind copied on all of these messages just keeping watch you know overwatch on us and she goes there's something fucking fishy she, she, she could just tell something was off and we didn't get it we didn't yeah. know what was up so she looks into it with all her real estate magic and she realizes that the guys we're dealing with are not even the uh, broker for the property. Yeah, they're not even the li- the listing agents. They're not even the listing agents. So, yeah, so apparently how it works is that it, when you get a property as a real estate agent that you're going to sell and you want to list online, you have the option to make it public or private. And uh, so if you keep it private, then it's just you that's seen as um, – as, as the agent for it, except it doesn't get blasted out to all the other websites. Like PadMapper. And- yeah. So, but if you make it public, then it is out there and like other uh, realtors um, can can list the, the property themselves also, but they or, have or to like- Or bring their own clients to- Yeah, yeah bring their own clients uh, so that it's like, so it's not the one person, you know, doing like a- Finding people like both both yeah. sides of the deal, right? So this this realtor that we were dealing with had reached out to the actual broker and said, "Hey, can I market this property for you?" Yeah. The broker said yes, and then he was kind of being shady about not letting us know he wasn't the broker because what he was doing is screening a bunch of candidates himself. Yeah. To bring to the broker agent. Yeah. Which I guess is allowed. I don't know. But, but it's also kind of unethical the way that he was going about it because we, he wasn't... Uh, in, wasn't representing uh, our best interests. Wasn't, wasn't representing our best interests. Which and, is what a realtor should. Like, had, had we known uh, who we were meeting with, like, like originally, we would have just got Kathy to like represent us. But um, also he wasn't following the the normal protocol. For, he wasn't letting for us know the truth stuff, of the matter right? that he so, wasn't the broker. Yeah. Um, Kathy finds all this out. And so this guy, we'd sent them our information and uh, like our, for, our, our, our rental application, all that. And he didn't get back to us. And the reason he didn't get back to us now that we realize it is he was screening a bunch of different people to send the best person forward. So not acting in our best interest and not replying to us. So Kathy went right to the real broker and was said, this is going on. Did you know about it? And he said, holy shit, no, like that's actually illegal. The guy who showed you the property isn't even a realtor. How did he get my... Um, the the lockbox lockbox code yeah because uh, apparently that's breaking and entering it's illegal also be, it's, or it's illegal it's because, breaking and entering because he's not allowed to have that combination you know it's only supposed to be the the tenant that's uh, also there and the the realtor so they were upset about that so they were upset and Kathy just went right in there she just worked magic like 
boom, bing, boom. Th- like things were happening. She's yeah. like, I need this, this, this from you. You're meeting the landlord. Then get that. Then this is the entire contract. These are the things you have to look at. Highlighted it. It was like a docu sign where, where everything was like perfectly she just easy made for us everything to go happen so quickly. Um, as you know, compared to this other idiot that we were dealing with prior to this, and she um, got us a place. And she, and she got us the place. So <laughs> so we lock in the deal. And Kristen hasn't really spoken to this guy because he hasn't got back days. to us because he's being a shady bitch. It, and Kristen sends him this note, being like, uh, you know, we feel like you weren't representing our best interests, and you know things weren't, weren't just ha- were not we weren't happening quick us. enough, and everything. Da da da. So we decided to get someone else, and uh, and we've moved on, and like we, we like, caught the place. Like we, you we bitch. got the place. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then this guy gets back to. I'm gonna pull up the message. Yeah, so like you're a professional, you're a realtor. It's totally within our rights to see to find a different realtor that's gonna do our best interests. Like, sorry, Um, I I guess you lost out on the commission, but you shouldn't have been a shady bitch. So this guy responds to Kristen's email (laughs) and finally got his attention. He says, "Thanks for wasting my time. If someone asks you a questions, a questions, a questions, like what if with an S." And you can't give a straight answer, then don't waste my time. If someone asks you a questions and can't give you straight answer, like, like, don't waste my. T- so, fucking. So, this guy was a little rattled, but you know we. Uh, He's equivalent of the, the fire place. festival guy of real estate man. <laughs> Billy McFarland. Billy McFarland. McFarland. McF- <laughs> But uh, anyway, so if you see a change of scenery, we're literally moving out in two weeks to this house. We're going to set up there. We're going to be living together like we said we were going to do, uh, which means we can crush music, crush podcast, podcast. crush West House, crush task, Wrist and Rye, task, 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 crush, crush, crush. crush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking crushing task. it. I'm talking, I'm talking I'm talking the one where you write things down and check them off. (laughs) Um, And then other things on my list here. Um, Oh, okay. So actually, I don't know if I can talk about this. No. Okay. Um, Bandersnatch, though. Yes. Bandersnatch. Uh, We watched that on the weekend. Well, part we watched part of it on the weekend. I don't know if we kind of farmed it. it. Like. It's uh, if you haven't figured out what Bandersnatch is yet, everyone's talking about it. It's a movie where you can choose your own destiny, and they film all these different uh, plot lines, and you can choose if you have a smart TV. You know, do I kill this person or not? Do I eat this cereal or not? It's it's interactive, so the the movie will be going on, and a question will pop up, and then the two answers will come up on the bottom of the stream on the bottom of the screen. And there's a time limit, and you know the scene. And the coolest thing about it is that it doesn't stop at all. So the the scene's going on, and you have a time limit to choose, and then you pick one of the answers, and um, like it's uh, you know con- continuously keeps going, but with the answer that you chose for the character. And the, the next scene corresponds to it. So if you say kill the person, the next scene is him killing the person. Whereas if you chose a different one, it's like another person it, killing it, themselves. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so. Obviously, being like the fucking idiots we are, I always want to see what the weird answer goes. Yeah. So, like, there's obvious answers. There's clearly, if you watch this movie and you choose the obvious answer every time, 
it probably really meshes up and it's normal and it's a really cool movie. But if he chooses the whack answers, you go down these plot lines that hit dead ends. But it's crazy though because it loops back because we went down so many dead ends. The actual storyline, if in some ways, if you follow it, like it keeps moving along, but you're actually like behind the yeah. plot and it loops back to this place that you've already been before. It's hard to explain. You, you like waste you have your to time. watch. So it's like so like say one of them is like it's stupid, but like one of them is like you have the option to kill yourself or or have the other person kill themselves. Yeah. And I remember being like, I want to know what happens when I kill myself. <laughs> right? And then you kill yourself and then it's like you basically made a mistake. You have to go back. Yeah. Um and so what ends up happening is if you go down all these dead end plot lines uh, too far they'll send you all the way back so we're two hours into the movie and i have no we, the the main plot lines only progressed like three quarters of the way so we're like two hours in where other other people would be there in like 45 minutes or an hour yeah we ended up uh we, we gave up we it. gave up we didn't well i mean you guys fell asleep yeah Liv and i passed out a little I, I, I <laughs> you guys passed out of me i remember sitting there and there was a really hard one you had to like decipher a code based on all these previous scenes that had hidden numbers in it and i'm like guys what is it i look over and you guys are like i'm like all right we're done uh, a few too many puffs on the the broccoli wand the broccoli wand. (laughs) (laughs) oh also the blood moon there was a blood moon this week if you if you didn't catch it we're such idiots too holy fuck my whole family god bless uh a what what'd you call it the blood moon is that what it's called yeah so our whole family, I get a message. My parents just came back from Mexico. I get a message from my dad, and he's like, 926, don't miss the eclipse. It, it, go outside. The it, It's going to be amazing. So we paused the Leafs game live. Like We, we missed out on the, the live finish of the Leafs game, and uh, we go outside at 10, 926, and we're basically waiting at the window for 20 minutes, and I don't see a fucking thing. So I pull it up on my phone. And uh, I go on to this website where I was giving, you know, some good times to watch. And it's like 926, you know, when the like the moon and stuff will start moving. And then it's like 1026 when it'll You'll first like, be able to part, notice it. Yeah. yeah, I'll first notice it. And then it's like 1226, you know, like three hours later that, you know, it will be at its peak or something. <laughs> yeah. So so I, I go back to my phone to message my dad and I see this message. Um, it was, sorry guys, I gave you the Pacific time, not the, uh, not the Eastern time. So I forget what I said, so I got to pull it up. Um, yeah. So I go, I go, um, it won't be, or I look at it and he goes, my mistake. I gave you Pacific time. Thanks. And I go, yeah, it won't be eclipsed until 12, 12. It said red moon at, t- at 10 33. We wasted like 20 minutes outside watching nothing. And he goes, your mom and I have been on the floor in your bedroom for 20 <laughs> minutes as well. And I go, we're a smart family. Eh? And he goes, we're fucking beauties. Um, and then Kirsty, my sister gets back and goes, same. I've been staring outside for 20 minutes. I'm like, we're, we're <laughs> they had smart. all of you fooled. <laughs> we're a fucking smart bunch. So shout out my fam. Um, that's rich. That's rich, eh? Yeah. But we did get to see it. The moon was orange. Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. Um, Leafs lost, though. Yeah, yeah. And Banner Not snatched. Best. Benedict Banner snatched us <laughs> out of two hours of our life. <laughs> and now I got to go back into it and like, like I... 
I genuinely enjoyed the movie yeah. or was enjoying the movie, but I have to go back through and like puzzle my way through the plot lines. I think again. I'm going to Google some sort of like plot line guide, you know, see it yeah. all laid out. It got really dark uh, and twisted, which was cool, but it is, fun- is kind of confusing. Good actors though. Yeah. Um, but I think that's pretty much all we wanted to talk about. I think that's it. Um, so when I go back to, to edit this later, I'm going to see how weird that intro is. Yeah, I'm really curious about that too. <laughs> so if if it's good, you're going to see a a whack intro. And if it was bad, the intro is just going to be a whack intro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and on that note, see you next. It's just next Tuesday. So see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Adios.